praise the Lord, my Lord, the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Amen. Uh, again, blessed people, continuing in this powerful conversation, the prophecy of the Lord that is fulfilled and the vision of the Lord showing me the church entering, finally entering into the kingdom of God Almighty, the grand finale of the church, the final entry of the church into the eternal glorious kingdom of Jehovah, the most awaited moment in the history of all creation, in the history of heaven, and also in the history of the universe and of the earth. And so, again, the prophecy given November 1, the year 2006, when the Lord Yahweh he comes and takes me up into heaven to show me what is about to happen to the earth and to heaven, and to show me essentially what is about to happen to the church of Christ that he died for the cross at Calvary, that he paid for such a tremendous, horrendous price, a cost he purchased with his own blood. And I say the chronology and the cascade of that prophecy begins with the expanse of the earth covered with darkness, and we know too well that darkness has indeed pervaded and totally engulfed the church, the house of the Lord, the earth. The earth is the temple of God. That is where the worshippers of God are now, and that is where every single being created worship the Lord is at this time, except for the angels of Yahweh, whose dwelling is up in heaven and also on mission of the earth depending on the mandate and the dispensation. So now we saw very clearly that that darkness was eventually overruled when uh, heaven opened, rolled, heaven rolled away both sides, and then I could see the glorious kingdom of Yeshaiti, the kingdom of the new Jerusalem of God. I could see the glorious golden throne of God and the awe, the sound, and the dread, the fear, and the shock, the puzzle, the, the brilliant, radiant, magnificence. I don't know which one, the costliness, the expensiveness, the treasure that the throne of God and God's heaven beholds. I could see from afar the beauty of heaven, the place where all of you would like to be, would like to finally wind up, would like to finally enter. So it was in that state of affair, state of mind, in that state of visitation, that then I saw the brilliance and the radiance of God, the tremendous authority of God, the power of God descend from heaven through the cloud, through the opening, through the opening that was opened into the expanse, and I could see the magnificent glory of God come down. And I've been to the four ends of the earth and announced that if there is any moment when the power of God beheld, then that was the moment, because I saw that as the glory came down, overruled, he overruled the darkness, he did a coup d'etat, overthrew the darkness, and took over the expense and the universe and the creation of God. And I've said it again and again, I said in Namibia, I said all the way in Gisborne, in New Zealand, I said in Australia, I said in Europe, the people of Finland, up there, I said it in Asia, Africa, everywhere. And I say that I did not see 
the glory of God have a conversation, a discussion, a debate, a negotiation with darkness. Never. He simply came and overruled darkness. He brought the power of Yahweh. And I say that is the moment I beheld the true power of God. It's not a political power. It is not economic power. It is not the power of the United Nations Security Council. It is not the power of the superpower, Russia and America. No, it is ultimate power, the power of God. And I say that in that conversation, then now you see when the glory has come, preparing the way of the Lord, what was promised in Haggai chapter 2, all the way, verses 6, 9, you read them all through. The latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former. The second rain of this house will be greater than the first rain. The second wine will be stronger than the first wine at Cana. Cana of the Galil. And I say it again and again that then after that then I saw now the restoration of the church taking place and then the wedding ring. I don't know how big the rings are, whether they are size of the earth or they are half the earth. I don't know the size, but they are humongous wedding rings of God. Those tell and girls cover the entrance. You place them at the entrance. Meaning, only by this event shall you enter heaven. Don't worry about theologians, the theology of man, post-rapture, pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, what? All these In other words, they say only by this event please enter. Don't tarry. Don't be caught up in a situation where you miss the rapture. And then after that, of course, I've seen the church enter, the glorious pair that commanded down, and so forth. But I want to bring something else, another stage in this conversation tonight. And I know that today is not my day. I know that this bro- being run by Senior Hilda. They are somewhere within the offices here. They are somewhere in one of the buildings there. Run. This tremendous lunch hour. Thank you. Very, very critical message of the hour. And then I'll give it back to them to do the lunch hour special that they are running from here. The visitation of the Godhead that was seen, that has taken place at Menengai Street, that you watched in your churches yesterday. What a generation, a converted generation. But I'm saying this, that after the wedding rings were Lord, then the voice of the Lord spoke. Then he says, from today on, all authority in heaven and authority on the earth has been given to Christ Jesus. So I want to walk with you in this tremendous prophecy that is being fulfilled. The first half has been fulfilled. The cloud of glory I promise is now descending to these two that are speaking with you. The cloud of glory is now descending and settling on the crown of my head. Turning the head, speaking to the nation that look, the living mercy seat, the living earth of the covenant of Yahweh, walking the earth. The cloud I promised November 1, I prophesied November 1, 2006, 
He is now settling on every occasion. Even now, even this night, he was speaking with me by voice this past night. He has settled on the heads of these two messengers who are oscillating between the two prophets. Every second they translate to this one, translate to the other, translate to this one. You should know sometimes when they're having conversations and one is seeing the other one in another hour, in another dispensation, and the two are talking, meaning they traverse time and space. But after the ring, my Lord, let me say, so today on, all authority in heaven and authority of the earth has been given to Christ Jesus in our stepwise revelation that I'm bringing to you. The first half, the Lord has now fulfilled. Now the clouding that's of the reality of God in order to confound the wisdom of man and crush it. And then now he says, all authority after the glory has settled on the head of these two. Then he says, now the cloud is settled. Then he says, from today on, all authority in heaven and authority on the earth has been given to Christ Jesus. And I'm reading the book of Proverbs chapter 8, verse 15, meaning it is this event of the coming of these two and the event of the taking out of the church that roll out the realization, the reality of the authority of the Christ, the authority of the cross, when finally we are Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, 
and the government will be upon his shoulders, all government, and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and the prince of peace, the king of Salem. Daniel chapter 7, 14, and of his reign there will be no end. You can read that, Matthew eleven twenty seven. And all things have been entrusted to him. Again, and all things have been entrusted, have been entrusted to me. Matthew eleven twenty seven. And all, all things have been entrusted to me by my father. No one knows the son except the father. And no one knows the father except the son. And those to whom the son chooses to reveal him. And when you move on, blessed people, Matthew 26, 64, you have saved it yourself. Jesus answered, but I say to you all now, from now on, you'll see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the Mighty One, the throne of power, and coming on the clouds of heaven with glory and power. Luke chapter 133 and he will reign over the house of Yaakov in Hebrew Yaakov and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever his kingdom will never end John chapter 3 verse 31 he says the one who comes from above is above all things and people and creation the one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. But the one, the Messiah, who comes from heaven, is above all. Hey! Hallelujah! All authority in heaven and on the earth has been given to the Messiah. He goes on to say, blessed people, John chapter 3, 35, he says, The Father loves the Son and has placed all things in his hand. The book of Acts chapter 10, 36. He has sent the message to the people of Israel, proclaiming the gospel of peace through Christ Jesus, who is Lord over all, 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 all of Lord. Hey. He goes on to say, Romans 14 verse 9 For this reason Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living Lord of all All authority in heaven and all authority on the earth has been given Christ Jesus God the Father himself spoke to me by voice after he lowered the two wedding rings at the entrance the cloud has settled on me then he saved me that now that these two have come, the kingdom of the Messiah, the kingdom of God is now coming. Any moment now. First Corinthians 15, 27. For God has put everything under his feet. Now, when it says that everything has been put under his feet, it is so clear, except for God, that he has put everything under him, the Messiah, the anointed one of the Lord. Our Savior, the one for whom we have come to prepare the glorious way, the King, 
In Israel, they call him Amalek when you come. But God may not open their eyes to see that the Christ of Nazareth is him. Ephesians 1.20, which he exalted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated at his right hand in the heavenly realm. Hallelujah! The royal prince. And he goes on. Philippians 2.9, therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name above all names. All authority in heaven and authority on the earth has been given to him. Christ Jesus the Messiah. Colossians 2.10, and you have been made complete in Christ who is the head of every ruler and every authority in heaven and on earth. Oh, the Messiah. How powerful. Hebrews 1, chapter, chapter 1, verse 2. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed hair in heritage, hair of all things. And through him, he has made the universe. He is the Messiah, all authority given to him. Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Lord of Lords, King of Kings. All authority in heaven, authority on earth, has been given to the Messiah. It was not given to Buddha. It was not given to any other Eastern religion. But to the Messiah. Oh! Very powerful people. First, chapter 3, verse 22. And has gone into heaven, and is at the right hand of God, with the angels, authorities, and powers, subjected to him. Subject to him. Hey! Senior Pastor Kennedy, the Messiah is coming. Senior Pastor Ransom, the Messiah is coming. Play for me that wonderful song that says the cross of Christ. Please play five times to praise my thoughts. The Messiah is coming. Yom Tov.